This ain't church as usual Can't you tell by the music, bro? Can't you tell by the love you felt? Before you took one step through the door And that next level teaching God is reaching higher every week Frequent flyers speaking life despite deceased and viral Mints we in cause he's inside It's not a private party, you're invited Come in tired, believe inspired All generations, even cyber Find us on the web like we some spiders uh, Let's slow it down So you understand how it's going down Up in here, there's one brew Gotta love everybody that comes through Them doors, in short Grace is what we endorse Faith is what we help grows Welcome to the fam center, you know All right, Faith Alive and all of our online guests, would you turn to the book of Psalm chapter number five and verse number seven in the New Living Translation. Psalm chapter five, verse number seven in the New Living Translation says, because of your unfailing love, I can enter your house. I will worship at your temple with deepest awe. Lead me in the right path, O Lord, or my enemies will conquer me. Make your way plain for me to follow. I would like to use for a subject matter, Lord, make it plain. The book of Psalm chapter number five and verse number seven, we find that David is discussing the unfailing love of God and how much he loves going to the temple to worship God. When I read that, it stung me because it's a challenging time for us as believers in that we're being discouraged from coming to the temple to worship, obviously with all of the conditions that are going on around us. And it's challenging because there are many mediums and media outlets that are telling people that churches are dangerous places to be. This particular narrative has truly hindered us in that God loves for his people to assemble together. So now pastors and leaders are torn between, do we practice proper precautionary measure or do we honor the Lord and come together and worship? Both sides are being demonized. Both sides are being shamed, and it's a very challenging time. The writer David is in a challenging time as well because he has enemies pursuing him that don't even know him, enemies attacking him that don't know anything about him. And he says, God, what am I supposed to do? I'm serving you, I'm doing your will, and I'm being attacked unjustly. There are those that are trying to take my life who don't even really know who I am. And he says, God, I need you to help me. He says, Lord, when you help me and you reveal your unfailing love to me, I love to assemble in your sanctuary and worship you. Now, I need you to think about something. We're in an hour where many of us are facing adversity that we did not ask for. Attacks from the enemy that have come against us and we don't know why. David was perplexed and confused because he could not understand why these people were trying to take his life. What did I do to you? This is a trick of the enemy because he wants you to be so bound with the why you stop focusing on the who that can bring you out. I need you to hear me today. There will be times in life where you're under attack and you can make no sense of it. Who am I talking to on this live that you've dealt with people on your job that dislike you and you've done nothing to them? People in your neighborhood that treat you strange and you've done nothing but be kind to them. Family members who are critical of you and hate on you and you're like, why? I've always supported you. David was perplexed. The only thing he knew for sure was that the love of God is unfailing and he wanted to get to the place of worship. Ladies and gentlemen, we are in a time where we need clarity because the enemy is abusing us emotionally, psychologically, and spiritually with adverse attacks that we cannot make sense out of. And so David says, I'm exhausted with focusing on the adversary. Let me put my 
my mind on the unfailing love of God. He says, Lord, and this is David praying, help me harm them. I don't want nothing to do with that. You help me and you harm them. You take care of my enemy. I want to get back to the place of worship. I wonder, is there anybody that's watching this live right now that can relate to that statement that, Lord, there are certain measures of adversity, trouble and trial that I'm dealing with that is too much for me. And I don't want to deal with that anymore. So I'm going to place that in your hands. And I'm going to ask you, God, to put me back in a place where I can just be in your presence and worship you. As a matter of fact, in Psalm chapter number five, David says, I beseech you where I sought you early in the morning, God. I've been looking for you early, which meant he was not passive in his requests. He was serious about God stepping into a situation. You got to be serious when you begin to believe God and get out the bed early in the morning and say, God, I need you in the midst of this situation. I need your help right now. I need you to bring me out of this thing. It's consuming too much of my time. I can't even rest properly at night. So I'm up early in the morning seeking your face so that you will turn this situation around. And God, when you do it, I just want to be in your presence. I just want to be in your temple. David said, when I go to the church, when I go to the place of gathering, I'll never take it for granted, but I will stand in awe of you and your goodness because I know you're going to bring me out. Let's just take a quick break. How many times, Faith Alive, I'm talking to you, had we taken this place for granted when we had the opportunity to assemble whenever we wanted to, to pray whenever we wanted to, to uplift and glorify the name of the Lord whenever we wanted to, but we passively pursued his presence and because of our passivity, an aggressive enemy was able to implement a plan to shut us out. I'm not expecting non-spiritual people to understand the reality that the adversary is attacking the church through all that's happening around us to keep us divided, separated, and unable to come together to uplift the name of Jesus Christ. Because when we uplift the name of Jesus in a unified effort and we sing songs to the heaven, we pray prayers into the heaven, it disrupts the plan of the adversary so he knows if he can keep us divided, there's nothing that we can do. David says, listen, I know my enemies have come against me, but God, I need you to step in. I need you to help us so that we're able to get back to the place of worship to uplift and glorify your name. He says these words, now God, I'm trusting you, but here's what I need you to do. I need you to make your plan plain and simple for me. God, show me what to do, but let it be plain and simple. I don't want to be confused about it. I don't want to error in my decisions. I need you to do it. I love what he says in verse number eight, lead me in the right path. I need you to do it, God. Lead me in the right path, oh Lord, or my enemies will conquer me. If you don't lead me, God, my enemies will overtake me. If you don't show me what to do, I'll fall victim to the media manipulation. If you don't make it clear what I'm supposed to do, I'll marry the wrong person. I'll make the wrong financial investment. I'll end up in more trouble than I am right now. He says, but I need you to lead me and guide me and show me what I'm supposed to do. He says this, make your way plain for me to follow. God, make it plain. I don't need any complication. I think some of us are so proud of our level of education and our level of intellect and all of the knowledge that we've acquired. We're so wise that we don't feel that we need simplicity in our relationship with God. But I don't know about some of y'all. For me, there are times when I need God to tell me something, but I need him to make it plain. God, I need you to make this as simple as possible because I wanna follow this instruction to the T. I need you to tell me specifically 
what I'm supposed to do. Can I get a witness in the comment section that would say, yes, Lord, make it plain. I don't want to move in my own will. I don't want to make a decision based on how I'm feeling, because if I move in my feelings, I'm most certainly going to make the wrong decision. But if you will lead me and guide me, thank you, Lord, and make it plain for me, Father, I will obey. Now, we can't ask God to give us simple instructions if we're not willing to obey what he's instructed us to do. So when we pray the prayer that God would reveal to us what we're supposed to do, we have to be yielded to say yes to the instruction that he's giving us. And many of us have prayed that God show me what to do, Lord. Then when he shows us, we don't like what he says and we don't want to do it. God says, no, I need you to do what I'm asking you to do. The Bible talks about a man by the name of Naaman who had leprosy and he wanted to be healed of this skin deteriorating disease. He ends up going to God's prophet and says, I want to be healed. The prophet gives him instruction and says, go dip in the Jordan River. Now, the Jordan River was a dirty river. He was irate when he was given these instructions and said, I don't want to do that. How come I can't dip in a cleaner river? Now, it wasn't a complicated instruction. It was very simple. You want to be delivered? Yes. Go dip yourself in that Jordan River and do it seven times. Well, he didn't want to do it. He left upset. But one of his servants said, look, he didn't ask you to do anything hard. He asked you to do something simple. If you really want to see the result, then follow the instructions to the T. They made it plain for you. Follow the instructions. You may not like it, but this is going to give you the result. And so finally he humbled himself because it takes humility. He got in that dirty water. He dipped seven times and the leprosy went away. Listen to me. When we ask God to give us instructions and to give us simplicity so that plans are made simple, we have to be willing to submit and follow the plan. God speaks to you and says, okay, you want direction so that all the adversity around you can stop? Forgive your baby mama. Ooh, God didn't want to do that. Forgive your baby daddy. Ooh, Lord didn't want no parts of that. Go to your husband and say, I'm sorry, sweetheart. I shouldn't have said that. What? Go to your wife and say, hey, babe, I know I got to change the way I treat you. What? No, I can't do that. That's hard. It's not hard. It's simple. He gave you the simple instruction to do. The only reason why it's challenging is because our pride will not submit to the will of God. David said, Lord, I'm broken. I'm getting up early in the morning. Whatever I need to do, that's what I'm going to do because I want this situation to stop. So he submits himself and he yields and says, Lord, I need you to lead me on the path because if you lead me, I'm going to make the right choice. But God, I'm asking you to do this. Make it plain. How many of you are in a season and a place in your life where you're like, Lord, give me the simple instruction. Even if it feels like it's hard to my flesh, I want to do it because I want to be successful in every area of my life. I don't want any unnecessary adversity. I don't want any unnecessary pain, trial, or tribulation. But what I desire is to have peace in my heart and peace in my mind. And I know in order for me to have that, I've got to be obedient. I submit myself to you. And David said, Lord, when you do this, I'm going to your house. I'm going to worship you. I'm going to glorify you. I'm going to magnify you. Look down at verse number nine. Verse number nine says, my enemies cannot speak a truthful word. They be lying. Their deepest desire is to destroy others. They want to destroy everybody. Their talk is foul like the stench from an open grave. Their tongues are filled with flattery. This is all kinds of adversity around David. Here's what he says. Oh God, you declare them guilty. Let them be caught in their own traps. Drive them away because of the many, their many sins for they have rebelled against you. Let's stop right there. 
In the society that we live in, I believe there are many wicked people that are trying to place things on the lives of the innocent. The believers have got to get back to a place of saying, okay, God, the very thing that they're trying to put on us, turn that thing around on them. We've become so passive that we feel like we got to take whatever the devil throws at us. But I believe there's some things we just don't have to put up with. And David said, I've had enough. Now, God, we see what they're doing. They're lying. They're deceiving us. They're trying to hurt us. You know where I'm going with this. All around the media is trying to hurt us, deceive us. There are people that are saying that they're professionals in a certain area, but they're really manipulators trying to break humanity down. And it's time for us to turn around and say, God, you know what? Put that back on them. David said, reverse the curse. In verse number 11, he says, but let all who take refuge in you rejoice. Let them sing joyful praises forever. Spread your protection over them. We need God to protect us. That all who love your name may be filled with joy. For you bless the godly, O Lord. You surround them with your shield of love. David said, I've had enough. I want you, God, to handle my enemies, and I want you to surround us with your shield of love. Make it plain. What is it you want us to do, God? We'll do it. And I believe the reward for it is the ability and the opportunity to assemble in your house and worship you. How many, how many believers that are watching this are tired and saying, you know what? Online is cool but I do want to be in the presence of the saints and be safe doing so. I don't want to get sick going to church. I don't want to get sick leaving my house. So Lord, turn that thing around on our enemies, but Lord, make the way safe again for your people. Somebody type safety in the comment section. Safety. That's what we need. David says, when all of this happens, where you fight this battle for us, we're going to rejoice because you're surrounding us with your love. Protect us with your love. So much fear is being preached right now. But the Lord is saying, I love my people and I'm going to take care of my own. And I believe that we need to pray and say, God, we're confused right now. We're perplexed. We got enemies coming against us. We don't know where it came from. We got adversity coming against us that just came out of nowhere. But Lord, show us what to do. And God, make it plain. Make it plain. Make it simple. We will follow you. And we know the end result is victory because we're surrounded by your love. When you pray this week, I want you to pray and say, Lord, show me what to do and make it plain. Simple as that. God, show me what to do and make it plain. When you have a bill on the table, Lord, show me what to do and make it plain. When you're dealing with emotional unrest and things that are around you that are trying to drive you crazy, stop, pray. Lord, show me what to do and make it plain. And with clarity, God is going to give you instruction. But will you be obedient? to say yes to God. I hope that word is a blessing to you. I'm excited that you joined us on this Tuesday evening. I personally have been praying and asking God to make things plain for me because I refuse to stay lost unnecessarily, especially when I have a God who loves me and the spirit of God that will lead me and guide me in all truths. Would you do me a favor, but before you leave, would you sow today? Right there on the screen is the opportunity to give. And I know some of you have been so doggone faithful in giving. I'm just so thankful for you. Every time you sow into our ministry, it helps us to do what we do. And I thank you for that. Times have been different. Times have been challenging. But the people of God have been faithful and they've been mature. And so I am just delighted to know that we're in the company of such wonderful individuals who believe in the work of the Lord. Right there on the screen, you can give via Cash App, dollar sign FAM Center, PayPal at faithrose.net. You can give via GiveLify at Faith Apostolic in South Bend, Indiana, or you can mail it in to 935 North Bendix Drive right here in our city. Ladies and gentlemen, I need you to take that word with you. Lord, show me what to do, but God, make it plain. I don't want to mess this up. I hope you have an amazing week. I thank God for you. Stay tuned. There's so many good things that are happening this week. And remember, our Sunday broadcast starts at 10 a.m. So don't be late because I know it's going to be a blessing to you. But all right, one more time. If you want to give, you still have the opportunity to do that. And another thing I want y'all to do before we go, I really mean this. 
This week, call somebody and just encourage them. I know we all need encouragement, but why don't you take a moment out this week and encourage somebody else, all right? Just call them, text them, email them, whatever works best for you. Encourage at least one more person this week, all right? Say it with me, one, two, three. Every debt is canceled, every bill is paid, my body is healed, my mind is regulated, my family is restored, and the devil is defeated in Jesus' name, and we are above only. I love you guys, I'll see you Sunday. This ain't church as usual. Can't you tell by the music, bro? Can't you tell by the love you felt before you took one step through the door? And that next level teaching God is reaching higher every week. Frequent flyers speaking life despite deceased and viral. Meant we in cause he's inside. It's not a private party, you're invited. Come in tired, believe inspired. All generations, even cyber. Find us on the web like we some spiders. Uh, let's slow it down so you understand how it's going down. Up in here, there's one brew. Gotta love everybody that comes through. Them doors, in short. Grace is what we endorse. Faith is what we help grow. Welcome to the fam center, you know.